It wouldn't matter to me if you did do violence on somebody. I ain't scared of shit. God damn right. We're here. Welcome to Free Water, another edition of Free Water. I almost forgot what my own show was called. Who could have guessed that would Who could have guessed that would happen? But either way, guys, glad to have you. Glad to see you. Glad to be heard, you know? You're out there doing whatever you're doing, listening to this for some damn reason. And uh boy, we got a show for you. We definitely got a show for you, and that is always exciting. You know, simply because I got some uh, some things that I haven't talked about on the live, which I'll tell you right now, if if you're upset that I'm not dropping as many podcast episodes as usual, as often, it's because I'm going live. Okay. If you're a consistent podcast listener, you got to get over there to the YouTube channel. Check out the goddamn show. What is it called? Great Job Awesome. YouTube.com slash at Great Job Show. All right. That's what everybody's supporting the Patreon for. At least that's what it feels like these days. You know what I mean? I mean, this is so quiet, right? Make more time. All right, whatever. That's good enough. Who cares? Am I really going to rely on the soundboard as much here? No, because it's not the live. But I will say I am happy to be doing this. Because it, it took me a little while to want to fucking sit down and, and just talk to myself while talking to you guys after going live so often. Because it is a different ball game. Those of you that aren't aware, it's, it's live chat. People get to sort of be a part of the show. And as I always said, not one of my favorite things, Okay. But hey, if it makes it easier, why not? If it, if it garners more fans, why not? I'm okay with that. Plus, I'm actually enjoying it. I have a lot of fun doing it. We, we end up getting on ridiculous tirades. Well, really, I do. And it could be about anyone. It could be about anything. There is no beginning or end. We just do it. It's just a fun, chill zone time all right 
that's that's what it is. But the first thing I got to bring up, and I talked about it a little bit on the live stream. Great job show on YouTube. Great job awesome on YouTube. Check it out. Where Brendan Schaub lost a bet to Bradley Martin during the fight fight night Calabasas Club dot com. Well, I don't know what it is. It's Brendan Show Shop where they watch fights. And Bradley Martin put ten thousand dollars on Justin Gaethje to beat Dustin Poirier. Now for those of you that aren't versed in the MMA world, big fight. They already did it before. It lasted forever, but Dustin ended up pulling out the victory. So there was another character on the show, like I said, there was Bradley Martin, Brendan Shaw, but then there was another guy, and he was wearing a turtleneck, and that stood out to me because, you know, those two things don't go together. <laughs> but I guess what I'm saying is, I watched this episode or clip from Red Bar, he mentions this dude in the sweater, and I just happened to be on Twitter one day, and I see the guy is a ring announcer, a Bruce Buffer wannabe, right? And I say in a quote tweet, hey man, <laughs> now I see why you're on that Brendan Schaub show. And keep in mind, I have 61 <laughs> Twitter followers. But he ended up responding to me saying, what, with a laughing emoji, and then we proceeded to talk a little bit. He says he's a ring announcer. I said, it's just weird you're wearing a fucking turtleneck. And what this really boils down to is my interest in Bradley Martin, okay? Because as a big MMA fan, when you hear these guys... They, they get to a certain weight, you know, in their steroid use, but they say they're all natural. When they get to a certain weight, they just think they can crush anybody, even a professional fighter. And they always assume that because it's a street fight, it's going to be that much easier for them to beat your ass. But just because you're 270 pounds does not mean you're going to win a street fight. Now, he's leaning into this very hard. He's leaning into this fucking shtick of being this giant guy who thinks he can just out-wrestle, out-fight anybody because it's a street fight or there's little to no rules. Like, you think you're going to slam a guy like Mighty Mouse Johnson on his head that easy. You might do it once, but he's going to hold on to you the entire time you attempt to pick him up. And that's when you're going to start to get choked. So yeah, we can we can use that Rampage Slam as a reference. We can use the what Jessica Andrade Slam as a reference. It is possible. It is possible to slam somebody to sleep, knock them out cold. But somebody who is as talented as a Nate Diaz, as a Mighty Mouse Johnson, they're going to take something with them, and they're going to be fine when you try to slam them because they're going to be prepared for it because they've trained for it. Like a lot of times. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's weird to think... I don't know. I feel like I've seen this more more than once where a guy who just happens to be a, a super athlete or just a, a big strong man attempting to, you know, garner attention for being some sort of fighter. 
It's like, dude, it's okay to be that big and never have been in a fight. It's fine. Usually that is the case. Guys that are that big have never had to fight. Because who would? Who would? And what? they don't know enough about themselves to know what they're capable of. They know they're strong, but they don't know how to use a lot, utilize it. They're going to get tired very fast. We've certainly seen that. Nine times out of ten, the guy who is super packed with muscle is going to get tired before the guy who looks like Nate Diaz. Okay? But this isn't the first case of that where a guy's like, yeah, for sure. I'm 270 pounds. There's no way I could lose a street fight because, you know, bricks. <laughs> like, okay. Whatever you think. I mean, if you've watched The Ultimate Fighter, we saw a guy wrap up a dude in an arm bar and get slammed on his head on concrete like three times. And he didn't go to sleep. It just made him more angry. You know? But those are two fighters fighting each other. Sure, Bradley might be able to slam you one time, you know, into the concrete when you have his arm. But if you just keep applying that pressure, you're going to snap it before he has an opportunity to really put you away from simply slamming you. Because remember, like he said, 150 pounds is a towel to him. <laughs> Don't forget to bring a towel. <laughs> Okay, so enough about that guy. Enough about the Bradley Martin fella. It's not that important. I'm not that interested. Although there are uh, a few new YouTube channels that I've became a fan of simply because they're covering this. And they happen to actually have, like, kickboxing backgrounds and shit. And they're like, there's no fucking way. There's no fucking way. So I applaud that, you know, taking the initiative to say, hey, this guy's out of his fucking mind. And I'm definitely a guy. I think Mighty Mouse Johnson has agreed to a jujitsu match with this kid. And I say kid lightly because Bradley Martin is a forever hat man. Okay? <laughs> this is a guy that is forced to wear a hat for the rest of his life. And yet he looks like he has hair. He looks like he's got hair. But boy, oh boy, is it fading fast. Fading fast. I mean, you don't want to see this dude get into uh, a match where he ends up getting sweaty and the hat comes off because it is a bad look. Tough gig, man. Tough gig. But the next thing I got to bring up is my Mike Calta thing. Okay? We've seen it. If you haven't seen it, it is on the YouTube channel. Great job. Awesome. And basically what happened is I've been following the Kauta 
and Kelly podcast since it started. <clears throat> and I haven't liked Mike Calta since. Okay? He thinks way too highly of himself and it's goddamn annoying because he looks like a bridge troll, you know? He actually looks like the the devil clown thing that John Leguizamo played in Spawn. That's what Mike Calta looks like. You take the makeup off, that's his whole face and body. Just a round specimen. They had to, When they were looking for somebody to model that outfit after, it was like, oh, Calta for sure. Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay, <laughs> Tampa, Florida radio host. Perfect, you know, because nobody looks like that and thinks, I don't know, it is fucked up. So what happened was Kevin Brennan, actually, shout out to KB for reposting this. He quote tweeted it on Twitter or X or whatever the fuck it's called at this point, And he just called him a fat fuck. So I took the initiative to, you know, download the video and re-upload it on my channel because I'm like, this is something I definitely, I, I've been wanting, I've definitely taken shots at Calta in some of the videos, used pictures of Calta for different things. But seeing this, I was like, yeah, I'm definitely going to glob onto that. Hell yeah. Because fuck that guy. What a disgrace. He shouldn't have anything that he has, and that's kind of how it goes for most of these motherfuckers that got rich before, you know, the internet was popular. Like, oh, now you gotta, you gotta reap what you sow, pal. And we got video evidence. Now, whatever you think happened is fine, set up or not. Go check out the clip. It is interesting, and you can definitely see there's pure aggression on Mr. Calta's face, where he's definitely looking to do more than what he did. Looking like he was certainly willing to do more than he did. Okay? And that's tough. That's tough. Because the I put a, I, I made a short out of it. And I also just posted the entire clip. And there's... I don't know if there's audio. I guess there would I would imagine there'd have to be. But... All I know... Is he's not a comedian... He's not something I would consistently talk about, so bringing him up or putting him on my channel was risky just because I try to have some sort of fluidity. You know, and I, and somebody tried to say that I only talk about B-list comedians. Buddy, everybody I talk about. I've done fucking Shane Gillis, Matt McCusker, Joe Rogan. You know what I mean? The biggest names. Your favorite comedian has probably gotten a video made on Great Job Awesome. <laughs> Probably. And there is more to come. And I'm excited about them. But I fucking... I, I'm doing... Li I'm going live too much to still have material or the desire to sit here behind the microphone. You know what I mean? Some of you get that. Most of you won't. But it's fucked up. You gotta do an hour Patreon, all this extra shit, and go live. Because, of course, after that guy left that comment telling me that I, I'm trying to become relevant talking about B-list comedians, it's so stupid. Because if I talked about movies, what, what's your angle there? Oh, he's, talk, he, he's, he's trying to become relevant by talking about blockbuster films. Yeah. I mean, I don't understand. Like, what do you mean? So what I should talk about is stuff that doesn't exist yet. It doesn't make any sense. Some people just say things to say them. 
And once you realize that, you understand that it's almost not worth a response to most of them. But I still do, because what a fun game to play. Especially, you know, since he called me a real fun word. But then he didn't respond after I told him about himself, or whoever the fuck it was. But that type of shit is an embarrassment to the internet. Like, you gotta do better. He had to go out of his way to go to the second video, not the Calta video, to talk about B-list comedians. Because, of course, the most recent video doesn't involve a comedian at all. <laughs> right? So that comment doesn't make any sense. If I'm trying to become relevant off of B-list comedians, how come my most recent video is about a radio guy? <laughs> right? Sounds dumb. Sounds like you didn't think. Which, you know, I get it. Looking for your attention. Especially from the... I mean, he called me the Q word, you guys. And I'm not talking about cute. But I had to let him... You know, let him have it for about 20 minutes. During a live. Which, that's where I go. Because I'm live on Great Job Awesome. This is where you left that comment. You're not blocked. You're not hidden or anything like this. So how come you didn't come to the live? You didn't come to the live to say how much you didn't like what I did or whatever the fuck it was that you thought was so important you needed to leave that comment and then and then run away. It makes me feel like maybe it was Calta. <laughs> right? But then again, if that was the case, why why did he leave that comment on not his video? It doesn't matter. It's just weird shit. You know, people looking for attention, which is kind of what we're all doing. I mean, if I was talking about only B-list comedians, I, I, I don't know. Like, I'm not trying to get relevant, dude. I was relevant before I made the YouTube channel. <laughs> That's what's fucked up. The YouTube channel grew because I was relevant. It didn't take long for people to figure out that it was me either. Very impressed, you know. But I'll tell you what. I've had this fucking idea in my notes for a while. And I haven't talked about it because I didn't want to dive too deep. But I noticed that there's a lot of celebrities that have seriously ugly fucking kids. Like, to the point where it's almost unbelievable. Like, T.I. and whatever, Tiny... Their fucking son? That What is that, dude? That's a creature. I mean, Jesus Christ. It's tough stuff, man. Tough stuff. But that's the only one that I could think of right off the bat. I know Arnold Schwarzenegger, I think, has uh, one of his kids is fat, right? But that doesn't necessarily mean he's ugly, you know? And maybe that's what it was about Schwarzenegger, you know? Yeah, sure, he had a great physique, but he was also relatively handsome in the face because, you know, all the work that Lou Ferrigno's got since then has basically been voiceover because, you know, crazy looking. <laughs> Looks like the Hulk. They were like, we need a guy to play this green monster in real life. They brought this guy in. They're like, we don't have to really change anything about your face. Perfect. We'll just add, we'll thicken your eyebrows and give you a wig. 
Didn't he have a red wig? Like a ginger wig? <laughs> was the Hulk a ginger? When Lou Ferrigno played him? Or was it a sort of a brown wig? Doesn't matter. Who am I asking? Uh, I also have Tony Hinchcliffe written down here in my notes underneath Mike Calta. And don't get it confused, guys. I've already mentioned this before. I'm not a fan of Kill Tony because of Tony Hinchcliffe. It's not why I watch. I do think that there's something severely wrong with that guy. I think he's in this business for the wrong reasons. I think he's doing what he's doing for the wrong reasons. I think he's finding a, an easy and a cheap way to somehow garner him the most money. You know, with the least amount of work. Like even the stuff that he says on a day on a night to night basis is just repetitive. He's not writing new shit. He's even said similar jokes over and over. Like here's here's one for example. How come you look twenty and forty at the same time? Right? Or how come you look fifteen and eighty at the same time? Or how come you look like uh you know, the pedophile and the person that he would attack? Shit like that. You hear it in almost every show, and that's not why you watch. You watch because being a fan of comedy, you might run into the next best thing. You might. The list is very short of people that have done anything successful after to, after Kill Tony or because of Kill Tony. Okay? But Nicole Tran has gotten popular from the show. William Montgomery got popular from the show. Everybody else is kind of just trying to get as much stage time as possible. And then there's people that are just, again, getting stage time without the material. They're just coming up there for 60 seconds just to talk shit afterwards, you know. But it's a it's an interesting show because you get, you get to see all these characters who have... It's very fun to see a guy who clearly has great jokes... But he is so scared to be on that stage. It's also good to see somebody who has terrible jokes, but they're so prepared to be on stage and perform when they're asked to, right? Whether it's a, a drum competition or simply answering the interview questions properly and in a funny manner. But the best shows are the ones where nobody is good. Not just at the jokes, but at the interviews. Where Tony's kicking these dudes off in... 90 seconds, you know, <laughs> instead of actually doing a 15 minute interview, he's like, yeah, that was good. You're weird. You're too fucking weird. I think you might shoot up this place. I'm terrified. Get off the stage. But as of lately, Brian Redband, who is like the soundboard king, allegedly started podcasting, as Tony likes to claim. His girlfriend of seven years has started doing minutes, okay? She just competed with Hans Kim for his job as a regular. And I, there's not really any importance to this other than, sorry, Red Band, now you can't do that fucking gross shit that you always do anytime there's a mildly attractive woman on the stage. Right? Which they're all like that. I would imagine just because you're in Austin, it didn't change your L.A. ways. <laughs> We've all heard the stories. 
But a little bit more, guys, and we'll get you out of here. Thank you so much for listening. Again, this is Free Water. It's the only thing that I put in the description for these episodes. It's a $3 monthly membership. You get a full hour of the Free Water Podcast after dark. thing I got to bring up, some of you are aware that I, I tend to play Fortnite whenever I can. I'm starting to really fucking hate it, like I've probably mentioned as well, but when that happens, you tend to find yourself looking for anything else to play. You know what I mean? You're trying to find something else that's going to be worth the time. Because games like Fortnite, Warzone, shit like that, Halo, it's very much a competitive online thing. You get to do it with your friends, all this bullshit. But I started playing Mafia 3. Now what is that? You might ask, because you have no idea, and you probably don't play video games, and you're only listening to this podcast so you can clip something of me saying dumb. Or clip a bunch of things together and make it sound like I'm singing How Bizarre. But I only started playing this game because it was a game I purchased a while back. And just kind of, I played like the first three minutes, two stages or whatever, and then I just gave up. I was like, it's too slow, the buttons are all fucking weird, I don't understand it. Because, you know, you, I guess your main reference for open world type of shit is Grand Theft Auto. Saints Row, maybe. So I'm running around. I'm like, okay, you can't jump at all? There's no jumping? I can't fight with my bare hands? That's weird. So I stopped playing. But because Fortnite was being such a bitch and not having fun playing it anymore, and I never do, I decided to play Mafia. I sat there and let the disc download, which is the dumbest shit ever. That is by far the dumbest part about this new game systems, these new consoles. You, you buy the disc, put the di thinking that you're going to be able to put the disc in and the game starts, nope. You got to wait another hour for the thing to fucking install. Hate it, dude. That should only be the case if what? You're downloading the game from uh, the store? Sure. But if I have the fucking disc, 
just play the disc. Otherwise, what's it for? It's basically a, a hard drive. You know what I mean? A plug-and-play hard drive. or a, what, are, what are those things called? Yeah, a hard drive. The stupid little thing you used to carry around. Have your files on it for fucking English class. But what I, the only reason I bring this up is because it all correlates to comedy. Because as some of you have paid attention, Ari Shafir and Joey Diaz have both stopped doing their podcast. They just quit. Does that mean that all their Patreon members are going to leave and they don't get their money every month? Probably not. They're going to stick around because they're idiots. And they just think, oh, something's going to come. On to the next thing. You know, like Dan Soder quitting the bonfire. Of course he's going to have a podcast. Why wouldn't he? Is he going to make a lot more money podcasting than he does on radio? Fuck yeah. But these two guys that are Rogan's buddies, you know, his inner circle give up podcasting whereas one of their closest friends sits at the top of the throne why would you quit them it doesn't even add up because at the very least you can get part of his fans you know any appearance because you also have something they can go listen to they like you on his show why wouldn't they like you on your own show okay but no they're gonna quit and Joey Diaz has been topic of conversation many a times on in the Red Bar universe, okay? He's threatened Mike's life. He told him that he should kill himself or give the people he talks shit about $20,000 each. Which is absolutely incredible. But I found Joey Diaz in Mafia 3. And that was weird. Okay? Because in the beginning of the game, there's this character that you eventually... Ha- it becomes kind of a problem. He is a, He's on the radio when you drive the car many times, and he's a butcher or something. He's a meat guy or a bread guy. Something like this. And I did not connect the voice at all. Didn't connect the voice to, to Joey Diaz. But I did eventually get to see him and what's so fun about that is you get to beat the hell out of them dude you know what I mean you get to go he, he's a bad guy he's like a mafioso type of guy and, and then you see him and it's exactly Joey's face it's almost his body clearly a guy a little bit younger than him and in better shape But yeah, you get to basically destroy him. How has nobody brought this up yet? Because if there's any game that Red Bar should be playing, it's that. And it's simply because of that scene. It ends pretty quickly and you never see him again in the game, but very fun. And I keep forgetting to mention it, man. Because I I, I played Mafia for one, one night kind of hard trying to see if it was worth diving into but you barely make any money 
You barely ever have ammo. It costs so much money to get back up. It's fucking a tough game. But it makes me wonder, like, how far back <laughs> am I with this game? You know? Is there Mafia 7 already? Which one was better type shit? Am I on the worst one? I have no idea. But the guy's cool. But the thing that I that annoys me about games these days is the only thing that people give a shit about is the freedom. Okay? That, that, that means, yeah, give me an open world for the most part, but also allow me to create my guy. Don't make me be some character. That's fucking lame. Unless it's Batman or Iron Man. You know what I mean? There's a storyline behind it long before it ever came into existence in video game form. You see what I'm saying? But if it's just a guy you guys created for your own storyline in the game, waste a time. And the guy's name's always Lincoln. You know? Like, ugh, we get it. You guys are simple. And they're like, we did. We allowed you. You could, you could customize him. Yeah, but I get to pick from your 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 chosen or assumed six outfits. And it, there's never any more. You don't get new ones. You don't find clothes. You know what I mean? That fucking sucks. And you would think these game creators would take the hint from the biggest game in the history of gaming, right? Grand Theft Auto. And implement some of the things. They're just like, an open world thing is all we need. Like, no, it's not. Okay? Because I can even make the argument that Red Dead Redemption is a pain in the ass because all you're doing is riding a horse most of the time. Like, it's mostly just riding a horse. <laughs> and that sucks. I mean, people have... I, play Red Dead Redemption for a fucking two or three hours and tell me if you really want to go back in time to where people only had horses. That's insane. You want to go to the supermarket, dude? Do you have three days? Fucking crazy. How bizarre. How insane. Fucking crazy. Yeah, I had some other stuff on Tony Hinchcliffe, but I can't remember what it was. You know, when you write down just a name, it's anticipation of doing the recording sort of soon. That's why I always say when it comes to... Uh, the actual great job awesome content it's like i only ever do these videos when i'm angry at this person for that thing that they did one time that i can't remember so even if i'm not a fan in the moment it's like mark norman flips his underwear like a disgusting animal and it's like i'll still yeah i still think he's funny that's disgusting as fuck i'd never be your friend but you can still be funny and be disgusting <laughs> i guess unless you're burt kreischer Guys, like I said, that dude with ears on YouTube. And I only say like I said because I have said this many times before throughout the days of this podcast. Check that shit out. It is my vocals. I just released a song called Hey Cinderella. Uh, it's not my instrumental, but I did write lyrics for it. It's the first time I've done that in a long time. Pretty proud of it. It's on TikTok and fucking YouTube, two different places. I would imagine if you just search Hey Cinderella, you could find it. Uh, what else do we got? Plenty of other vocal stuff there. I'm going to be doing some music with a fella from the computer as well very soon. And uh, I don't know. I think that's about it, guys. 
I feel like we covered it. I don't know, man. I don't really want to get my hands too dirty in a new project just yet. But uh, as far as the vocal stuff is concerned, I'm always willing to work. So if you guys got any kind of instrumental stuff you'd love me to love to hear me do some dumb shit on or good shit, whatever you prefer, send it to nocountryforfunny at gmail.com. Okay? Same thing with, like, questions and stuff or topics you'd like me to talk about on the live and please don't forget about patreon.com slash podculture or buymeacoffee.com slash gja for a one-time donation all right support keeps this fucking thing chugging along love you call me tomorrow sleep well when i am dead and have passed on to the next world I want you to kiss my hairy buttock!